several years ago, there were studies being done on whether cinnamon can help reduce your, your sugar numbers. And I tried with salon cinnamon, as did a couple of friends. My numbers dropped like a rock. Are we anomalies? I've never heard any more all this time about what results were found from, say, NIH or Mayo or anybody else. I have I read the internet for my info. Does anybody there possibly have any knowledge of how well they went with the cinnamon? Well, I I would say personally, um, I don't I don't really treat the diabetes directly, you know, that's a frequently primary care physicians and endocrinology, a lot more, uh, a lot more cardiologists are getting into it, but that they're more just pushing, you know, the drugs for lowering sugar. I know I, I have read the studies, some studies, and, uh, you know, Michael Greger's got some good videos on cinnamon and diabetes and insulin resistance, uh, that there may be some benefit, but I think that it, you know, um, even though there might be some benefit to lower blood sugars, can, you know, lower hemoglobin A1Cs, there's a couple things that we need to think about whenever we think about an isolated nutrient, put in a capsule. I mean, it's different if you eat it versus taking it in a capsule for sure. You know, you always got to think about, is this going to improve an outcome, prevent a heart attack, prevent a stroke? Is this treating the underlying cause of the issue? So if somebody is whole food, plant-based, no oil exercises at their ideal body weight, and they're still having insulin resistance problems, could, in, could cinnamon help? Maybe uh, it certainly would be worth a try, and you know every individual is different. If people have not made the proper changes, or they you know uh, have weight to lose still, uh, and they're not eating 100% whole food, plant based, low fat, then that's a bigger thing to focus on. I know cinnamon is easier to you know, add it to your diet versus you know cutting out the processed foods, the animal foods. But what we really always want, whether it's um, a supplement, uh, adding a food to your diet, in the ideal situation, which is the struggle that I always have with a lot of natural remedies, you always want to have an outcome, a randomized controlled trial. You want to follow the science. You want to be able to show that not only does a substance improve a number, whether it's a blood sugar, a blood pressure, a cholesterol number, a hemoglobin A1C, but it also improves outcomes. It prevents the kidney damage, it prevents the neuropathy, it prevents the heart attack or the stroke, it makes you live longer. And the fact is that a lot of these natural remedies, they, they don't have that data and they won't have that data because there's no money in it. You can't patent cinnamon, so nobody's gonna spend the millions of dollars on it and that sucks, it really sucks. So what I would say to somebody who said, hey, I wanna try cinnamon uh, to lower my blood sugar. I think there's some data. I said, great, sure, go for it. I don't think there's any harm. I prefer you eat the cinnamon instead of taking it in some kind of a, a capsule form that's more natural uh, in the diet. And I would say, but don't forget, don't rely on that. Uh, rely on the other things, the eating whole food, plant-based, uh, low fat, staying physically active, trying to maintain a healthy weight. Those are the more important things to focus on. Um, but I, I wouldn't recommend against cinnamon, just try to consume it as a regular part of your diet and see how it goes. I wish there was more data and science and research to show out, you know, improved outcomes and, and, and such. And there's a suggestion, there's intriguing studies and, and the ones you quote, I know I've, I've seen some videos on nutritionfacts.org that kind of uh, talk about some of these things. It's very intriguing, but is somebody gonna run with it and spend a hundred million dollars to prove it? You can't patent it, so it's probably not gonna happen. And that, that's the honest truth. Sharon, would you like to ask a question and where are you from? I'm from Washington State. Um, you mentioned some of the supplements, uh, K2, iodine, zinc, and B12, but you didn't mention how much. 
of each one and for DHA, how much flax, chia or hemp seed should I use? This is a good question. I'm happy to answer. Um, with B12, this is a, I always say it's the, the pickiest vitamin with an attitude problem because it has a very interesting absorption curve. And so um, I have these recommendations posted everywhere, but um, I, the, the recommendations generally speaking are to have either 50 micrograms twice a day, 150 micrograms once a day, or 2000 or 2500 micrograms once a week. So you could dose it up in those three different ways. Those seem to be the best in terms of absorption. And um, then D, it depends on your blood level, but a good average for most people, like an okay safe dose of vitamin D is about 2000 IU, but I recommend my clients get their blood tested first because you wanna know what you're dealing with. And people are really, it's really, vitamin D is really interesting. And then iodine is just, we need 150 micrograms a day. Just generally speaking, that's the IOM for an adult. And um, for, the, for the long chain fatty acids, if you're doing it from the ALA, the alpha linolenic acid, which is what you're gonna get from flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed, walnut, soy foods, then you could have about one or two table. Like what I recommend for nuts and seeds generally is like one or two um, ounces a day. But if you're incorporating that into it, it should be about like, I think it's about one tablespoon or so. But if you do the multi, we don't know about the long chain omega-3 fatty acids necessarily exactly. So we're kind of just, recommending taking some of the ALA form from those foods I just mentioned. And if you're supplementing to just find a supplement that has both EPA and DHA and the dosing is kind of all over the place in the literature. We're not, this is really not one of those, like, we know you have to take this much like vitamin B12, which is so important and so understood in the literature. This is a little bit more fuzzy for now in terms of what we know. Mary, would you like to ask a question and where are you from? I'm from St. Pete, Florida, and I really appreciate that information on nuts because um, I am eating way too many nuts. And for some reason, I thought nuts provided protein. My doctor isn't real super thrilled that I'm a vegan and, and she was kind of uh, pushing protein powder. And so like I thought nuts instead, but, um, and I would say doctors don't, uh, you know, they, they push protein a lot. That's their emphasis is getting, getting your protein. And they don't think you can get protein from a vegetables. And I know better. Thanks. Yeah, that shows uh, can, can I jump in on this? Um, um, Mary, uh, please go to uh, YouTube and um, type in uh, Dr. Milton Mel's chemistry for understanding nutrition, protein, and it explains the, everything about protein. First of all, um, Americans eat way too much protein. Secondly, all protein is made by plants. Again, all protein is made by plants. You get plenty of protein on a plant-based diet. Um, in my lecture, I explained where uh, the uh, uh, a protein comes from. You got your concentrated sources of plant proteins, which are your legumes, grains, uh, nuts, and seeds. And then, um, but your vegetables and root vegetables are less concentrated, but there's still protein there. You have no problem getting protein on a plant-based diet, as long as you're getting enough calories. Um, and then uh, once you educate yourself with that, we'll have to look on finding you a doctor who has more sense. But yeah, you don't need to worry about that. So you're fine. 
100% agree. Check out the scene in the Game Changers where they talk about protein. I think they knocked that science out of the ballpark. It, it's it's uh, as long as you eat adequate calories of unprocessed plant foods and you keep it a variety, again, don't just eat 20 bananas a day, keep it a variety, unprocessed <coughs> and enough calories, you'll get enough protein. And that's it. It's as simple as that. Don't worry about the macronutrients. Keep it a variety. I love um, Dr. Greger's Daily Dozen. It's a helpful app, um, which you can click every day that I got my three servings of legumes and I got my vegetables and I got my fruit and I got all that stuff. So make sure you're keeping it a, a good variety. So just leave it at that. It's that easy. Cynthia, would you like to ask a question or where are you from? I am calling from San Francisco. And yes, I would like to ask the question. Thank you for taking my call. I am some, I'm 68 years old. I've been described as having comorbidities. I've been diagnosed with cancer, had a mastectomy, six years in remission. I have rheumatoid arthritis uh, called moderate to severe. I've had two strokes at the age of 46 and another one at 54. I weigh between 125 and 30 pounds. That's what my range is. I'm currently on no medications. I'm whole food plant-based. Uh, my question is, is that, uh, well, it's, it's a observation. I feel like I'm compartmentalized as it relates to conventional Western medicine. And I need an integrative approach to my well-being. That's important to me. I'd like to at least make it to 75 or 80 if I can. What suggestions do you have for finding an integrative um, doctor that doesn't compartmentalize me, that doesn't focus just on the cancer or just on the rheumatoid arthritis? By the way, I, I did say I'm not on any medications. And I am whole food plant-based. So I think the key is finding a doctor. Uh, I would always look for somebody who's board certified in lifestyle medicine that practices Edu, uh, you know, science-based, evidence-based nutritional practices, avoid things that are more cash pay because there's a lot of hoaxes, a lot of bad doctors selling uh, remedies that are good and these weird alternative therapies that really aren't as science-based, I would say to avoid that. Um, and if you go to plantbaseddocs.org, hopefully you'll find some kind of a general practitioner that won't compartmentalize things and just look at one disease process in its isolation because you're a very smart person that you know that that's one of our problems in the medical world is we have all these specialties, we focus on the one organ, but everything's connected in a massive way. And it's a whole body thing. Just again, um, the default state of the human body is to be healthy, do the right things. And hopefully the body should have its own healing mechanisms to, to do things right and put your health back, back in order. So yeah, plantbaseddocs.org find a lifestyle medicine board certified physician and, uh, and hopefully that will be the right way to go for you. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said. And uh, just uh, if you drive, um, you might uh, look at True North, which is fairly close to you and or uh, contact the Stanford Center for Research and Disease Prevention down in Palo Alto, which is again, not too far from you. Um, those places um, might be uh, within uh, easy reach if you can't find someone on the plantbaseddocs.org. And I would also add, 
that the, all the almost all of the practitioners at True North can do telehealth coaching now. And there's so many wonderful plant-based doctors that can see you in any state in the United States, as well as abroad, such as plant-based telehealth. Lori Marvis and Dr. Clapper, who spoke today, are two of their doctors. There's Planted Forward with Dr. Vanessa Mendez. So there's really so many options now virtually to see a wonderful plant-based doctor if you don't have one in your community. Rita, would you like to ask a question and where are you from? Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, I'm from Long Island, New York and uh, appreciate the panel discussion. Uh, the quick question on the oil, it is so confusing. Uh, here we are saying uh, no oil or very little oil and the Dale Bredesen's protocol calls for uh, the MCT oil, three tablespoons, just the one tablespoon itself has 14 grams of saturated fat as an MCT because you need for the brain. Um, it, it is confusing. So can somebody want to shed the light that what should be telling people where the, their protocol clearly calls for it. So MCT oil, phosphatidylcholine, primrose oil that adds up to a lot of like, you know, 80 to 85% of the a meal should be the fat. What protocol and, was that again? Uh, well, the Dale Bredesen's, uh, you know, check with him. I think, you know, yeah, they are your colleagues. And, uh, you know, for the Alzheimer's, for the dementia, this uh, MCT oil, like the three tablespoon of MCT oil, one teaspoon of uh, PC, phosphatidylcholine, then primrose oil, then the nuts and seeds, because the brain needs fat. How are we going to justify because it is so confusing for oh. people? No oil versus so much oil, so much saturated fat. Well, uh, what I would say is oil. The, the data on saturated fat is, is there's no question about it. The saturated fat increases cardiovascular disease risk and stroke risk in general, no matter where the saturated fat comes from, whether it's plant-based saturated fat or animal-based saturated fat. Now, if you already have Alzheimer's or some dementia or something like that, that's not my area of expertise, but for healthy people, you got to ask a question, has this protocol that you speak of been shown to prevent heart attacks, prevent strokes, or make people live longer in, in randomized controlled trials and in, in good longevity studies? When you look at all the blue zones, the longest living cultures in the world, they don't do this protocol. And it's not a part of the natural diet. It's not the way nature uh, intended you to get your, your nutrients. It's still uh, MCT oil is still highly processed uh, and, and just not not the right thing. So looking at science, you always want to see outcome data of, of prevention, uh, preventing a heart attack, stroke, uh, improving mortality. And, and these things certainly don't exist for, for what, what you speak of. <music>